0: and welcome back to the podcast Discipleship in Challenging Times. We are midway through a short series on three great women of the Old Testament. Yesterday we looked at Hannah and today we are considering the example of Ruth and in a moment I'm going to read from Ruth chapter 1 verses 1 to 18. We pause to pray together. Lord, once again, we thank you for the example of these great women of faith. And today, we thank you for Ruth. Through her example, we pray that you would teach us. Through your word, we pray that you would speak to us. By your Holy Spirit, we pray that you would give us the power to live out your words day to day. May we live lives which increasingly go with the grain of your word and are inspired by the power of the Spirit. For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Ruth chapter 1 and verse 1. In the days when the judges ruled, there was a famine in the land, So a man from Bethlehem in Judah, together with his wife and two sons, went to live for a while in the country of Moab. The man's name was Elimelech, his wife's name was Naomi, and the names of his two sons were Marlon and Kilion. They were Ephraphites from Bethlehem, Judah, and they went to Moab and lived there. Now Elimelech, Naomi's husband, died, and she was left with her two sons. They married Moabite women, one named Orpah and the other Ruth. After they had lived there about ten years, both Marlon and Kilion also died, and Naomi was left without her two sons and her husband. When Naomi heard in Moab that the Lord had come to the aid of his people by providing food for them, she and her daughters-in-law prepared to return home from there. With her two daughters-in-law, she left the place where she had been living and set out on the road that would take them back to the land of Judah. Then Naomi said to her two daughters-in-law, Go back, each of you, to your mother's home. Am I going to have any more sons who could become your husbands? Return home, my daughters. I am too old to have another husband. Even if I thought there was still hope for me, even if I had a husband tonight and then gave birth to sons, would you wait until they grew up? Would you remain unmarried for them? No, my daughters. It is more bitter for me than for you because the Lord's hand has turned against me. At this they wept aloud again. Then Orpah kissed her mother-in-law goodbye, but Ruth clung to her. Look, said Naomi, your sister-in-law is going back to her people and her gods. Go back with her. But Ruth replied, don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. Where you go, I will go and where you stay I will stay your people will be my people and your God my God where you die I will die and there I will be buried may the Lord deal with me be it ever so severely if even death separates you and me When Naomi realized that Ruth was determined to go with her, she stopped urging her. What a powerful and beautiful story. It does shine a light on the precarious position of women in the Old Testament world and highlights again the gender imbalance that very much exists in our world today. As Christian people, we should be committed to full equality between men and women and living in ways that demonstrate that. Two things that I particularly want to highlight from this text. Two very positive things about Ruth. She has a deep commitment to Naomi. We see it in verses 16 to 18. But actually through that, there is a deep commitment to God. She speaks of the Lord in verse 17, using the covenant name of God, Yahweh. She has become a believer in the Lord. And this is explicit in verse 16. Your God is my God, she says to Naomi. Clearly something has happened in Ruth's life, and I don't think it's reading into the text to say that her love for Naomi, Naomi's bright and strong faith through adversity, has shaped Ruth and has opened her up to the good news of the gospel, the one true God. She has received, she has believed in the Lord, and Naomi's example has been crucial. my own testimony is maybe a little bit similar. A neurotic teenager with all sorts of struggles, with shyness, with a a stammer, started going to an interchurch Bible class. And I remember thinking, I don't know what it is that these leaders have got, but whatever it is, I want it their friendship, their love, their concern, the way that they gave time to us, the way that they opened their homes to us, there was something different there. And whatever it was that they had, I knew that I wanted it. I was attracted by their faith. Ruth was attracted by Naomi's faith. Perhaps as you listen to that, this is you. Perhaps you're just listening in and you know some Christians, and you have been encouraged, maybe, to dig a little bit deeper because of the quality of their lives. God is drawing you. May you follow the example of Ruth, as she looked to her friend and relative Naomi and saw something different. May you commit not just to your friend, but also to your go- to the God, who makes your friend different. And as Christian people, we are called to reflect Christ. If you already know the Lord Jesus, then is there something different? Is there something attractive about you? Not because of anything in yourself, but because of the grace and mercy of God to you, the way that he's changing you, the way that he's using you. Is there something different about you? so that others are attracted to Jesus through you. And one final thought and challenge. What we have here in Ruth is an absolute, lifelong commitment to go the way of God. Notice it especially in verse 17. Where you die, I will die and there, I will be buried. The one true God, the God of the Bible, the God who reveals himself today through Jesus Christ. Ruth was going to follow him through thick and thin, from that point onwards to the grave. Perhaps you've fallen away from following the one true God, and through this reflection, God is drawing you back. Again, my own story connects with this. There was a time when I wasn't following the Lord Jesus and it was a pretty miserable time, to be honest. But one of the things that I remember is almost having a vision, a picture of my hand and God's hand. And my hand that had been gripping hold of God's hand had become loose. I wasn't holding on anymore. But God was still gripping onto me, pulling me back, drawing me back. Maybe that's you today. Maybe you've let go of God and yet God hasn't let go of you. He is drawing you back. He is holding on to you. Come back to God and like Ruth, make that recommitment to a lifelong following of the one true God. We pray together. I'm just thinking of these thoughts and all the richness in these verses. We thank you for spiritual friendship. We thank you for those that we know who especially reflect the Lord Jesus, his character and his ways. Today we thank you for them and thank you for the way that you have used them in our lives. To draw us to Jesus. To grow in us the life of discipleship. Perhaps as accountability partners, perhaps as friends. And as we thank you for these people, we pray that we would be such people for others that we would share Jesus absolutely through what we say, but also through the quality of our lives. And Lord, finally, we want to recommit ourselves as we come to the end of a year, that lifelong commitment to following the one true God that Ruth exemplifies. Lord, today, here and now, we lift ourselves to you and we pray Ruth's words as our own. You are our God, my God. We will follow you all the days of our lives, even to the very end. Where you go, I will go. Where you stay, I will stay your people o lords will also be my people and you will be my gods in jesus name amen